This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. There's a shot. That one driven to center field. Backing up, backing up. It's gone. Home run. There's spinning its rainbow right there. Is he the man or what? Rafael Devers destroys one to center field, and the Red Sox are in front. You're listening to BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook, with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth from BetQL. Welcome back. It is BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth on a Tuesday. And joining us right now, talk some MLB. The playoffs start tonight. On the Roman guest line is Kenny Ducey of NBC Sports Edge. Yankees, Red Sox, AL wildcard game tonight. Kenny, the Yankees are the road favorites in Fenway. Boston dominated the series season series early on. Yankees flipped it at the end. Kenny Ducey, what's your thought on tonight's game? Garrett Cole, Nathan Navaldi. Yeah, well, look, these are two pitchers that, you know, the name value holds a lot of weight, right? These are two pitchers that have been fantastic all season long, and Garrett Cole is a guy that uh, really turned things around after the spider tack situation, derailed his season. But, you know, when you look at the way that Nate Navaldi has pitched lately, it's not great, uh, you know, and, and neither is Garrett Cole. Garrett Cole, since coming back with a hamstring injury, has really just struggled. So, um, you know, taking a look at his last few starts, I believe he's given up 13 earned runs uh, or, or maybe 16 even. It's been really, really bad. So, uh, you know, I mean, I think that the over eight is in play here, especially when you consider how bad the Boston bullpen's been. But the, the one area the Yankees probably have an edge is in their bullpen. Their bullpen's ex-FIP has actually been pretty good. It's indicated that it's one of the better bullpens in baseball over the last month. The Red Sox have not been there. So with two struggling starters, a Boston offense that's you know slightly better than the Yankees' offense at the moment, uh, which cooled down over the last series of the season, but the Yankees' bullpen having an edge, it's a really, really difficult one to call. And so you know that's why we see the line the way it is. But I think it comes down to do you believe in Garrett Cole uh, to turn things around in the biggest game of the season, you know, we, he's, he's been known to do that. He's a, he's a great postseason pitcher. So, uh, you know, it, it's going to be a wild game. And I think that instead of taking a side, I'm probably going to take the over here. Like I said, just backing, uh, you know, both, both of these offenses, which are very talented. Of course, we don't know if J.D. Martinez is going to play. That could also play a big role in this game. So we'll have to wait and see on that. But, yeah, I think that it's going to be a really, really cracking affair. Yeah, Kenny. I mean, it, it kind of reminds you. Oh, we're back to base to postseason base. These props out there, like player strikeouts. I like see Garrett Cole. It's seven and a half with plus money on the over because you know if uh, these pitchers run into any trouble, this is it. The coin flip situation. Our our seasons are on the line here. Uh, Cole's going to be yanked immediately, and, and like you alluded to, especially the way he looked uh, at the very end. I mean, this guy, he had the AL Cy Young. 
he was the favorite for the majority of the season. Then he kind of took over, and then he uh, let the door crack open for Robbie Ray to steal it. It looks like he has. But uh, any interest in any props, whether we're talking about uh, Cole with strikeouts at seven and a half, uh, players for home runs, for hits, have you looked in those markets? Yeah, so you're, you're absolutely right. I have looked at that, that Garrett Cole prop because, you know, I now see uh, it at six and a half uh, moving on, on Ben MGM. And I look, I, I love that under because, look, as much as I think that Garrett Cole could come out here and have a good night, if you're really being honest with yourself, he has not been the same guy since that hamstring injury. And with what I just said about how good this Yankees bullpen has been, I think you have to take a look at the under. I think that he probably gets a quick, quick hook here. Um, the Yankees could just very easily, in a one-game situation, go with the piecework uh, pitching staff. You know, Garrett Cole's on normal rest here, but you, you know, you have Jonathan Lewis who's been pitching very well. And I think the the big component here to this game and this prop would be Luis Severino, who is uh, you know looking fantastic out of the Yankees bullpen. Obviously, historically a starter for them, but you know, thrown into the bullpen because he's trying to work his way back from a long rehab uh, from an injury. So he could probably go three innings, uh, maybe even more in this game. He could be the hero of this game, and you're left with a Garrett Cole over seven and a half, and you're, <laughs> you're like, oh, my goodness, he only pitched two innings. So uh, I, I just think that that's a pretty big risk to run if you're going to take the over. I kind of like the under there. Um, and, yeah, I mean, in terms of – in terms of uh, uh, player props uh, on the position player side. I usually, one of my favorite go-tos is total bases uh, normally in this market. So I actually like Aaron, Aaron Judge to go over a one and a half total bases at plus 100. I think that uh, he has shown up in every single big game for the New York Yankees. And that's a pretty, pretty easy one to cash when you consider, you know, he just needs a double or a couple singles or a triple or a home run to get it. So I think that that's a pretty safe bet in this game. We've seen him historically in the wild card games in the postseason. Uh, so I, I like that one as well. Kenny, what's your thought on the, I know you said you like the total maybe over for the game. I like the Yankees runs over for the game. It's four set the over on that. Ivaldi's good, but that Red Sox bullpen really since the trade deadline has been pretty poor. What are you thinking in terms of the Yankees sign offensively? I, I think they go over that total of four runs. Yeah, absolutely. A uh, four, five, seven FIP in the, the last month, a month of the season. I agree with you. I think that this is a Yankees team that, while you'd look at the, uh, you know, the 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 um, the analytics here that we would look to to see how this team rates out over the last month, I, I think it's kind of unfair because of some great pitching that they just had to face over the last weekend of the season. We saw what they did against Boston uh, at Fenway. You know, just scored runs at will. And Nate Evaldi was a guy that gave up seven earned runs against this team the last time he faced them just a couple starts ago. So that's a pretty, I think that's a pretty good bet. I mean, you're you're obviously a little concerned about uh, you know maybe Gio Urshela is a little banged up from that amazing play he made on Sunday. You know, T.J. LeBay, obviously not in the lineup, but I still think that this team has enough to get it done. Uh, Gleyber Torres seems to be hitting a little bit better right now. And like I said, you know, I just I don't trust these arms whatsoever. I don't think there's really a single arm in the Boston bullpen that scares you, uh, especially now that, like, we're not going to see Chris Sale probably, right, because he pitched on Sunday. So mm-hmm. uh, it's not like they can just pull out an amazing starter and shut down the Yankees. I really like it. I, I really like that bet. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. 
You got this. Adidas. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Uh, Kenny, let's flip actually wild card game on Wednesday evening. Dodgers hosting the Cardinals. Max Scherzer against Adam Wainwright. The L.A. Dodgers, minus 225 favorites. The total sitting seven and a half. Yeah, I actually really like the Cardinals here. I actually bet this at plus 190. It's now plus 180. And, you know, just talking to a lot of people that, uh, you know, that, that cover the Dodgers and watch them religiously, um, this is, you know, this is a spot where Max Scherzer really getting himself into trouble. Just kind of overthrowing, trying to do too much. He, he kind of gets himself a little too juiced up in these big games sometimes. We've seen it down the stretch. We've seen it in Washington in the postseason. I'm not saying that Max Scherzer's not a good pitcher. That's not what I'm saying. But, um, look, this Cardinals team, I mean, this is, they have a, they have a, a pretty good lineup, pretty talented lineup that's hit really, really well in the second half. Obviously, everyone knows about their famous winning streak. But Adam Wainwright, in his own right, has been fantastic. And, you know, really, when you look at the Dodgers over the last 30 days of the season, um, really the whole, the whole season in general, they just haven't hit that well. Um, you know, we've seen the Astros, uh, the, the Red Sox at times, the Blue Jays, the Giants. Like, we've seen them all at the top of the league uh, at, at one point or another. The Dodgers just have never really gotten there. They've never really redlined and, and sustained, like, a month of insane hitting. And that's in insane in its own right to say about a team that won over a hundred games and is in a wild card game. But, you know, I just think that that's the sad truth. I don't know if this lineup really packs a, a big punch. You obviously don't have Cody Bellinger hitting at all, uh, you know, and, and Mookie Betts has really just not had a great season. It's, and Max Muncy's now hurt. And those are three names that I think really were instrumental in that World Series run last year. So if we're being honest, you know, we're really looking at like, also Chris Taylor, uh, you know, is not himself. So we're really get like AJ Pollock and Corey Seager and Trey Turner to save this team. And it, it's just not exactly the same look as a year ago. So I, I think that this is a team that's just, again, sort of like that mirage of Cole Evaldi. It, it's a mirage, I think. I don't think the Dodgers are that good. And I like the Cardinals here. Uh, Kenny Ducey, NBC Sports Edge, joining us here talking to baseball. The playoffs start tonight. AL wildcard game between the Yankees and the Red Sox. Kenny, you just mentioned there and Max Muncy. I, you know, it might be because I was just consumed with football and trying to watch the baseball on three screens on, on Sunday. I missed the Muncie injury. Like, I just, I didn't it even hit me. And then I, I heard yesterday Dave Roberts, a quote of him about, he's probably not going to be back even for the NLDS. Kenny's baseball is not football, right? It's not like one player can make that much of a difference. But I think the Muncie injury is really could kill the Dodgers here, whether it be on Wednesday night or against the Giants and the NLDS. How important is he to their lineup? Because I, I think it's one of those things that we can look back and say, they didn't win because they lost Max Muncy. Well, I, look, Joe, I completely agree with you. I think that this is an injury that can kill the Dodgers. I don't think that people, myself included, really comprehended how good this guy was this year. He was hitting the ball very well. I mean, he was driving this Dodgers offense for, uh, for months of the summer. And the, the thing that he does the best, right, is he walks. He just, he just walks a lot. He never struck out. 
He just continued to walk and continued to hit home runs, continued to hit that ball hard. Um, and when we saw Max Muncy dive, slip into a little bit of a slump last month, he wasn't walking a lot. I think his walk rate went down to something like 7%. And then the Dodgers as a team were not walking as much. And so the way that he, the Dodgers are able to succeed because they obviously have a lot of home run hitters, but they get a lot of runners on base via the walk, uh, you know, playing the three true outcome game. And we saw that walk rate come down considerably when Max Muncy started striking out a lot and their strikeout rate conversely went up. So I think that the ratios sort of go as he goes. And now without him in the lineup, I think that you're absolutely missing a bat that, I mean, you just take for granted that he gets on pace three times a game and whether or not he scores, you know, it is probably Corey Seager's fault, but really, I mean, not having a guy that's going to be able to get on base that much, I think is, is a massive loss. And especially, you know, a big power bat from the left side. Uh, so, you know, it's it's uh, obviously like the Dodgers have issues against lefties as well. And, you know, if it were we were talking about a right-handed power bat, it would be just as, just as vital. But, I mean, this guy was the MVP of this team this year. He was the best hitter on the Dodgers. And that loss is humongous. Um, and I just don't think it can go understated. This is uh, BetQL Daily Joe Ostrowski. Joe Giglio getting you set for the MLB playoffs starting tonight. Unfortunately, we didn't get any game 163s on Monday night, but we start with the American League wildcard game uh, tonight. And, Kenny, let's uh, continue to go in chronological order. We move to Thursday, ALDS, White Sox and the Astros. Pretty tight, pretty tight. Uh, Houston, slight, slight favorites. For the series, it's going to uh, start with McCullers on the mound for Houston. That's the expectation there. Uh, White Sox have been hush-hush about everything that they're doing with their rotation. Uh, what do you expect in this ALDS matchup? Well, look, I, I mean, I think that the White Sox are going to come out swinging here. And this is an Astros team that uh, I don't know if it's quite the same team as we saw early in the season. I mean, it looks like the Astros could do no wrong in the first half. They were... Uh, far and away the best team in baseball, the best offense in baseball. And, you know, I, I don't think they've quieted down that much. Uh, Carlos Correa has put together an, an MVP case. But, you know, when you look at the Dodgers or the, the White Sox, excuse me, the amount of left-handed power bats in that lineup, the, the way that they've hit the ball lately, the way that they've avoided striking out lately and had disciplined at bats, um, you know, not to say that the, the Astros haven't, but to, to be plus 135 in this game, I think is a little unfair. Uh, I really do. And so I, I really like the way that, uh, you know, the, the White Sox finished the season. I mean, there was every, re- they had no reason to really try. Um, they continued to throw out their top lineups every single night. Um, they had that, you know, huge clinching victory with the seven runs early, uh, you know, Robert and, and uh, Eloy Jimenez coming back now. It's just added another layer of, of insaneness to that offense. And, uh, you know, when you look at it, they are top 10 this year against cut fastballs uh, or, or over the last 30 days, rather. So um, they've, they have plenty of experience hitting Lance McCuller types, um, you know, and, and against the, the sinker as well. They've, they've been decent. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I think that, uh, that this is a matchup that they could certainly steal. Obviously, we don't know who's pitching. If it's yeah. Dallas Keuchel, I'm, I'm second-guessing myself. It better not be. So. It better not be Keuchel. Yeah. Uh, Kenny, there's a lot of money coming in on the Astros side. I said slight favorites, but that's not really the case anymore for the series. Uh, can you explain that, all the money coming in on Houston? I mean, look, I just think what it has to do with is the, the pitching probably, and it's really improved for Houston. I mean, that was their biggest their biggest issue 
was, uh, you know, what was their bullpen. And I think that they've sort of shored things up there just a little bit, uh, trading for Kendall Graveman, although, you know, Phil, Phil Maton has, has been really bad. But yeah, I, look, I mean, it could be, it could be a little bit of, of, you know, White Sox fatigue here with their arms. I mean, I don't think there's quite as, as much excitement about Lance Lynn and Dylan Cease as there was a few months ago. Um, and, you know, it, look, like I said, I mean, this is a team that while they're not as strong as they were earlier in the season, they did finish somewhat strong. Um, and they're playing, you know, I, I think that, you know, playing at home here does, does make a difference starting off the series on the right foot. Um, but look, and also they have a ton of playoff experience, uh, if we're, if we're being honest. So that's probably why a lot of money's coming in on Houston right now. I think that just maybe the White Sox work their way into this series after, after the first couple games. I, I, I'm willing to bet that they don't. I'm willing to bet they can steal one early, but uh, we'll see. I mean, I think that there's probably there, there's a lot of reasons to like Houston here. I just think that yeah. the White Sox are a team that's built incredibly well right now and great bullpen, fantastic bullpen. Liam Hendricks has been dominant. Uh, these are things that matter in the postseason. I agree. There he goes. Kenny Ducey here. He's on the Roman guest line. Get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for ED, all from the comfort and privacy of your home. Go to GetRoman.com slash BeckQL now to get $15 off your first month. That's GetRoman slash BeckQL. Coming up on the other side, we got to go back to the futures here in the NFL. We'll go off the board. Uh-oh, Urban Meyer. What is going on in Jacksonville? Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth. This is BeckQL Daily on the BeckQL Network.